Welcome back to the epitome of suffering that is, the That's Facts Podcast, with Clamp and Cougar. Yo, God, it's you again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the epitome of suffering that is, the That's Facts Podcast. I'm your host, Jackson Cougar, whatever you want to call me. With me today, as always, I have my wonderful, wonderful co-host, Clamp David, whatever you want to call him. And we are back, We're getting ready to preview week two of Pac-12 football, um, all games we're gonna play aren't gonna be played on Saturday this week. That's fun. Uh, we don't have to rush any <laughs> rush any post. Um, we can just sit back and enjoy uh-huh. some good old classic hard nosed basketball football, baby. Yeah, you doing some you doing some acting there? Like <laughs> like we have like we have to rush something as if we're not recording <laughs> the same day we did our what review. You, what do you mean? What do you- what are you talking what? about? What do you mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, we just finished the recap episode not even five minutes ago, and now we're doing this one. Um, yeah, Clef, any, any opening thoughts for the second time tonight? Right. Well, I think week two of college football in general has some good games. I mean, That's Alabama true. and Texas isn't a good game. That isn't no. going to be a competitive game. Let's let's kind of sweep that under the rug. I think – I think South Carolina and Arkansas is going to be a fun time, even though I don't think South Carolina is very good. Um, I mean, does against Oklahoma. Um, that's just me being a Washington fan, though. Um, I think the sneaky, really good ranked game of the week is um, Baylor and BYU. Nobody's really talking about that one, but yeah, that one slipped um, under the under the radar last year as well. But yeah, and. Two good teams. If BYU is able to beat Baylor, I may pick them to beat Oregon. Yeah, it's reasonable. Uh, Tennessee and Pitt is, a, is an underrated one as well. And That'll be time I think Tennessee goes time. there and gets the win and gets their ranking if they're prime not ranked time, already. Primetime on ESPN. Kentucky and Florida is also going to be really good. It's a good Ooh. week in college football, man. So if Kentucky wins that, God forbid the Pac-12's narrative. Man, it's going to – And at 8 p.m. or the Pac-12 after dark window, I'll just say um, Oregon State, Fresno State, and Mississippi State, Arizona. Yeah, couple of couple of games that are shaping up to be fun. Um, Michigan is going to beat Hawaii by like 70 points with JJ McCarthy. I don't think they're gonna. I mean, they're favored by 50. Yeah, uh, I'll go ahead and take Michigan on that one. I think I will too. Hawaii just is. Are they the worst FBS team this year? They're down there. They're down there for sure. I think they are. I think just their disarray coaching wise. I think they're going zero and twelve. I thought Western Kentucky might have been their chance to win, and they didn't even really come close in that game. So, what am I supposed to have hope in anymore? Um. Well, without further ado, we can focus on the Conference of Champions. That's right. Uh, let's go ahead and open up with Utah versus Southern Utah. Um, first game of the day. Um, the Utes looking to rebound after their tough, tragic loss at Florida. And I think that they will. I think they'll probably beat the hell out of Southern Utah. Um, I don't think this game needs much discussing. I'll go ahead and go 42-3 uh, to three Utes. Yeah, um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, Southern Utah had a good game last week. Um, their quarterback, Justin Miller, threw for 364 yards and three touchdowns. Okay. With that being said, I'm right with you. Um, there's not a lot to talk about. Utah's going to run all over this team, I think. They're going to play inspired ball. They want to prove that Utah football is still not to be taken lightly. I think this is going to be a good home opener for Utah. I think it would have been better had they been coming back from beating Florida. Um, I think the atmosphere would have been insane if they did that. Um, But I think it's still going to be good. A lot of Utah fans are going to be looking for kind of their team's redemption from the week prior. So give me Utah. I don't think they stopped scoring at any point. So I'm going to take Utah 59 to like six. Yeah. Yeah. Which is normal. Um, what's another blowout game this week? I just want to get this up the way to be honest. Air Force uh, is gonna blow out Colorado. Uh, are you are you serious with that? Are you talking? I think so. 
um, the Air, uh, Air Force is favored by a 78.5% um, and ESPN and FBI, and they are favored by uh, 18, 18 and a half in terms of the spread. Um, they're miserable, man. Colorado doesn't – I don't think – I don't know if Colorado has a chance to win this game. Yeah. Uh, as I told you uh, during the offseason, uh, Colorado's going on 12, and uh, Air, Air Force is one of those games. I don't think there's – I don't think that there is any doubt in it. I'll go uh, – I'll go 24 to 12 Air Force in this one. Uh, Colorado's best hope is that um, defensively they're not going to stop Air Force. <laughs> it's so funny to say, but I don't think they're going to stop Air Force. I really don't think so. I mean, Colorado's best chance is to get into a shootout with Air Force. I don't know that they have any other way of winning this game because they're not going to be able to But they're not going to score on Air Force yeah, either. No. Yeah, I, I don't really know what Colorado's supposed to do. I mean, start JT Shroud is, I think, a step one. Um, yeah, yeah. And then just I mean, maybe. pray. Pray? I don't know. Yeah, literally just pray. I mean, um, they lost to this team in 2019 when they weren't this miserable and at home. So, <laughs> Carl Durrell might get fired during the season. Mm-hmm. His buyout's so bad, I don't think they'll do that. Is his buyout, like, really bad? Yeah, it's like $7.2 million or something like oh, that. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> so, I, uh, maybe they can... Colorado's like, an okay money-standing school, so... I wouldn't um, want to pay. I would not want to pay Carl Durrell $7.2 million more dollars than I have to. I'm yeah. willing. I'm willing to give up football success for not paying that money, to be honest, dude. But they're still paying him. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, moving on to stuff that's a little less sad. Um, pick, uh, pick, pick your score for this game, and we gotta keep tabs of that. Oh, um, yeah, I already typed it to you, so I forgot. Um, Air Force twenty-seven fourteen, so about the same difference. Yeah. Um, this is another blowout game this week. Oregon, Eastern Washington. Um, Oregon, they they have to have to have a good game this week because you're kind of like in a position where it's like okay you get demolished against Georgia you feel terrible but you can't sulk in it because you have to get back um, and get some good practices and then uh, get your offensive game plan ready feel good about what you're going to do in terms of just kind of building your confidence back up because immediately after you've got another top 25 matchup against BYU so you need 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 to have a good game this week and I think that they do um, at least I hope that they do um, in, a, in a weird way in a weird way I hope they do and I think that they'll get it done I think they'll win uh, 45 to, to, to 20 yeah to save myself from embarrassment I'm going to go 38-17 um by save myself from embarrassment, I mean if Oregon somehow finds a way to lose this game <laughs> or have it be like really close. Um, I know Eastern Washington always has a good offense and they have a good quarterback this year, um, Gunner Talkington, but that's about all I know. So, yeah. and it's in Autzen. I don't think it's going to be a very loud Autzen Stadium, but. Yeah. but it's um, going to be a very sad Autzen Stadium, to be honest. They're going to they're gonna win the game. And, oh, ooh, uh, Clint, who would you who would you prefer, Anthony Brown or Bo Nix? I haven't seen enough of Bo at Oregon yet. But... As of now, I gotta go Anthony Brown. I mean, yeah, he beat he beat Ohio State. That's what I'm talking about, baby. All right, next we got Cal and UNLV. Uh, we talked about this. I hope UNLV is able to travel with the with the with the slot machine. Um, if, if they are, they'll win this game. Um, in all seriousness, Doug Brumfield's a pretty decent quarterback. I think he's pretty solid. Um, but UNLV just doesn't match up very well against, against Cal. This is one I don't think we need to take much time on either. Um, Cal, uh, let's see how they look. Can they can they repeat a solid performance um, and keep this thing going? I think that they do, and I'll go ahead and go Cal 38 to, uh, to, to 17, 38-17, yeah. I've got Cal 29 to 12 because it seems like every Cal game has a somewhat strange score. Yeah. Um, they seem to be the catalyst of that. I guess last week wasn't that strange. 34 to 13 was pretty normal, but 
you know, I just I just see a weird weird game playing out in Berkeley this weekend. Um, I I'm hope Jaden Ott continues. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited to watch some Jaden Ott this week. Um, it's a 1 p.m. start. Oh, they start at the same time as UW, so I will not be watching Jaden live, but I'll I'll be I'll be seeing what he does, watching his highlights. He's an exciting player. All right, um, Alabama State versus UCLA. My Hornets of Alabama State are gonna go in to the Rose Bowl and get ran over by DTR and Zach Charbonnet and Jasmine Allen because they are not as good. And UCLA is scheduled a Mickey Mouse schedule and will go. 2-0 by winning this game, 49-24. to I do think Alabama State's going to score on UCLA. Um, well, then I have it wrong because um, I, 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 I've got, I've got um, UCLA winning the game 70-2. to um. <laughs> DTR falls the ball into the end zone for a safety. Other than that, not too much going for um, the good old Bruins. Um, I'm willing to just go to Washington, Portland State, because there's not going to be a lot to talk about there either. No, yeah. I think the Huskies very much offensively have a repeat of the Kent State game. I'd like to see a little bit more defensively. They now Portland State's got a running quarterback, which I think that I think that'll be something that bothers Washington um, this season. I think that's something that bothers every team. I know like going against scrambling quarterbacks no matter even when my defense has been like statistically good against them compared to other defenses i've always hated going against them not fun other than that i'm picking washington by a lot of points yeah Um, i'm gonna go like washington like 55 to like 14 I hate having these games where we don't have to elaborate, but you don't have to say much. What is there to say? Um, I hope to see some of Washington's backups get some run. Be cool. I'm starting to doubt we're going to have a disagreement this week. No, it doesn't seem very likely, but... I also also kind of doubt we're going to be wrong on anything. Don't speak too loudly. Yeah, that's true. Don't speak too loudly. I mean, remember how confident we were in USC beating Stanford last year and Oregon beating Stanford last yes, year? Yes, we, we were. And then, I was like, oh, well, that's a good segue. Well, we got Stanford and USC again. Uh, and USC is going to beat the hell out of Stanford. Oh, I, I, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. Um, I hate that this game is on ABC primetime. Right? Why isn't – out of all the good games this week, why is this one ABC primetime? Let's, let's get it together, fellas. Let's get it together. Lock it in. Do better. Um, I do think USC wins this game. I am excited to watch, though. I mean, with the way that Stanford went into the Coliseum last year, kicked them around a little bit. Of course, like I said on our previews episode, that's a little disingenuous to compare. USC's a lot better. Stanford, I mean, still Stanford. Um, but I am interested to see how... Uh, USC game plans around Caillou Blue Kelly. I'm excited to see him versus versus Jordan Addison. That'll be a fun little matchup. But USC scored 66 points last week. 66. That's yep. a lot of points. And this and is a team that I projected. Points on Stanford, too. Yeah. I mean, this is a team that I projected to be very good. But last week was even better than I expected. And I just don't know that anybody can stop them. I think Stanford might be able to s- score with them for a few drives. Same. But I think, but I think David Shaw is going to get back in his own way and just start running the ball more, <laughs> and just lose it. Um, what was he smoking? The moment. Um, I've got USC by a score of no one's going to stop them. Forty-five to forty-five to twenty-four. I think it's pretty. Wow, cool. same score as really. <laughs> Actually. Yeah, I already had it typed out and everything. I just sent it that fast. I just, I just think that I think Stanford's going to be able to put up some points, especially with the receiving core that they have and Benjamin yeah. Rossick and a pretty good quarter. That I think they'll be able to score for yeah. the first half, and I think they might be able to score for the whole game, truthfully. But just USC's not going to stop scoring is the issue. Right. I, I, I don't think there's any way to stop them, dude. I think the upper echelon of Pac-12 defenses has a chance, but. 
not Stanford. Well, but I mean, who even who who is in your upper echelon of Pac-12 defenses? I think Utah can slow them. Um, slow them, can't stop them. No, I used to think Oregon could slow them. Not anymore. No. no. I mean, I think I want to see more from Oregon State. That's for I sure. Say, I think Oregon State and Washington State are borderline upper echelon, but I don't think either of those teams can stop them. Right. And I need to see more from Washington's defense, to be honest, to even know what they are. They played a very confusing game against Kent State of dominance at times and then just a few downfield plays for Kent State. I, I also need to see Kent State play more because they might just be good at a few things. And they were last year. They were a good offense. Um, next game, I think we're going to go to Oklahoma State and Arizona State. Oklahoma yes. State's an 11-point favorite. Um, I don't Spencer know that they was... I don't know if they covered um, just with, with with how well that uh, ASU played last week and how poor that um, how poor uh, Oklahoma State looked in that second half, they just looked really bad against Central Michigan after a while. Um, and I think Arizona State's going to be able to put up some points. Um, I'm interested to see how they do it, though. Um, are they going to get go at them with them more? Um, run heavy attack like we saw last week from Balladay and Yada and um, and Gata and uh, Emory Jones, or do they just go ahead and and, and, and and let Emory play free? I'd prefer it to be the running attack because I don't know this. I don't. They don't have the receivers to just go out there and run the football. But um, I think Arizona State keeps it close for a while. Don't think Oklahoma State covers. I think it'll be a solid game, and I'll go ahead and go. 34-28, Oklahoma State. I, I think Sp- uh, Spencer Sanders has another solid game. You said 30... 34-28. 34-28, gotcha. Um, so, I think they cover as well. I think ASU covers. I've got um, Oklahoma State by 8, um, 31-23. Here's why. I think Spencer Sanders actually... I've seen him play. In his yeah. career, he looked really sharp. Oh man, Central Michigan. Now, Oklahoma points at the end of that game. That was yes. kind of strange. I mean, this for a team that I saw as one of the best defenses in the country last year, really. Um, mm-hmm. That team got every big stop they needed to get. Um, and well, until they had to stop Baylor. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that team was really good at getting big stops. I think they get enough big stops this week, but I don't think they're that team again this year, even though they're ranked like they are. No, um, they are But I do think they're good enough to beat ASU. I actually think they'll the rankings after this game, where P- ASU will kind of show, oh, we're, we're kind of here with this. Thing. Yeah. Like, we're involved. We're involved in this game. What is I involved? Think... <laughs> he just wants to be involved. Yeah, I think I think Oklahoma State isn't great, but they're good enough to beat ASU, which is kind of yeah. sad for the Pac-12. That yeah, not great but, teams are pretty much always good enough. All right, I, you want to shift? Yeah, I just I don't think it's a Pac-12 problem. I just think it's Arizona State problem. They aren't like the best at the Pac-12. That's all. That's true. They're not. Now this they're were not. like now if this were like Oregon State or uh, Oklahoma State, I'd be I'd pick Oregon State. Um, yeah. And UCLA and. Washington and not Washington State over I saw last right. week, but preseason I've been Washington State. Um, we can talk about Washington State, Wisconsin. Just go ahead. And yeah, slide that in there because um, Wisconsin opens as a seventeen and a half point favorite, and I'm uh, not convinced they won't cover. I'm not convinced, but I won't say that they will. That feels a little. Little big number. That's a that's big, a big number. number. Yeah, I mean, even just two Power Five teams in general. That's a large number. Yeah, I mean, like even in the camp, like before the season, I was like, I wasn't fully sure about how this game would go. Um, I was sure that on either side it wouldn't be seventeen and a half, and I still agree with that. Look, like I said in the last episode, there's thought spent Washington State didn't use their full playbook. Against Idaho, there's thoughts that Idaho, uh, Washington State's just going to try to run it round and pound. Um, both of those things are just absolutely, I think, terrible ideas. And I don't, if either of those things are true, 
there is no way, zero chance, that Washington State wins this game. But what is true is if we let our really good quarterback go out there and play freely and play fun and create, if our offensive line can give him anything, anything, if we can just get two plays per drive, two plays per drive, where Cameron Ward just has an opportunity to do something, I like our chances to just fool around and stay in it. There's no chance. There's no way Washington State's going to be able to stop Braylon Allen in that run attack. There's no way they're going to be able to stop Chesma Lucy in their run attack. But, but they can just hang around. I think Nakia Watson is capable of having a good game, but the front seven of Wisconsin is just so much bigger than the front five of Washington State. Of Washington State. And I just don't know. Um, I don't know how I don't know how it matches up, man. I don't think it's favorable at all. Um, even like I said, even before the season, when I was a, a, a nine and three Washington State supporter, which I might not believe in as much anymore, um, I didn't believe that this was a game that they were going to win. And FBI doesn't like Washington State. Vegas doesn't like Washington State, and I don't really like Washington State this week. The best chance, like I said, is let Cam Ward play free. Um, let those athletes get in space. Use your depth and uh, trust your defense. Pray that your defense can just get a couple of turnovers. Graham Mertz is still not good. He had a good game last week, but he's still not good. So, um, with that being said, I, I don't know. I, I think I've got Washington. Or excuse me, Wisconsin, thirty-one. Washington State, twenty. Thirty-one twenty. Yes. Well, I had Washington. I had a very similar score. I had thirty-five to twenty. Uh, um. Let you go there. Um, I've made myself clear on Braylon Allen. Yes, yeah. I have made myself abundantly clear. And week one, it sure didn't change my mind. Um, sure he is. There's nothing wrong with the way there. There were no holes in his game as a running back. Uh, one of his early carries, he takes 96 yards to the house. He has the speed. He has the he has the vision. He has the power, really, for his age and his size. He, I mean, he's a big back. Um, he's 6'2", 235 pounds. Um, he's got everything, really. I mean, I think this guy, and I keep saying it, I sound like a broken record at this point. Even his athleticism, he jumped over a guy. He hurdled a dude um, in his game. He's incredible. I, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like Braylon Allen. At his age, it's it really is something else. I I can't even words cannot describe my feelings for Braylon Allen. <laughs> that said, I think Washington State covers this crazy spread. Um, yeah. So I have them losing by fifteen points. If Washington State comes out anything like they did against um, Idaho, they might lose this game by thirty-five points. Yes. Um. Yeah, you can't do that again. Not on the road, not against Wisconsin. Yeah, that's not happening. But I think Washington State's a much better team than they showed against Idaho. And I think Washington State fans, even if it is a loss, if they do cover this spread, I think they feel better than they did after the Idaho game about the team going into Pac-12 play, honestly. Yeah. I I, I mean, I just want to see a competitive game for a portion of it. Yeah. If they don't cover that spread, because that's a big spread. I mean, yeah, that's a big, 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 big spread. And then I don't know what to think going into even Colorado State could be scary. Yeah. Um, but then, but then it's Oregon, Cal, USC at Oregon State, Utah, all oh, of those teams. I, I'm not. I wouldn't worry about Cal. But they look pretty good. I mean, yeah. and they have that veteran quarterback who was protected against the UC Davis team. We'll see where Cal's at later in the season. But um, for now, I think Cal feels pretty good about who they are, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but not too great. Um, yeah, I just – by the way, the over-under being 46.5, that's – I mean, we both predicted over 50 points to be scored, so. Yeah, it's very, uh, very favorable uh, over under in terms of Wisconsin winning. But, uh, um, 
Right. I mean, if Wisconsin's going to win by 18 points, what is it going to be 18 to zero? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, Graham Mertz isn't good, but when Braylon Allen has it going, he's good enough. Yeah. Um, to get the ball to wide open players. So, what 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 would you say Washington State should do? Do they do you think they should just zone in on Braylon Allen? And maybe give up some of the Graham Mertz stuff? Yeah, or just I, play them, or just play it straight up and try, try your I, best. I mean, I think you just got to go all in on the run because even I mean, even last year the run defense wasn't very good at all. Uh, Oregon State ran all over Washington State. Oregon ran all over Washington State. Uh, CMU ran all over Washington State. Um, that was the that was the the hole in the team in a big way last season. So I think this year right. you got to really sure that up, and especially if you want to win this game, you're going against the top five back in the country, top three back in the country, maybe top two back in the country. You really got to hone in on that run. Um, I mean, even last week was a good start. Um, so hopefully you can build off that and just try something. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't like that. So. Carries last week. I think he could get like 30 in this one because yeah, I think it is going to be a competitive game. And I I just can't see. I, I can't see how he's stopped. But if you do zone in on the run, and I think Jordan Lee's proven to be a good run support safety. Yes, that's, yes, yes, that's yes. Positive. So um, you put him in the box all game, I think, in my yeah. opinion. And if Graham Mertz is going to beat you over the top, uh, so be it. Man. Right. Like you you'll take that over Braylon Allen just slowly killing your um Death by Wisconsin's Kaiser. defensive line was super active last week. I don't see them getting blocked by what Washington State showed against Idaho. But an improved I mean, they held Illinois State to zero and they didn't even like I know it's Illinois State, but they didn't even like move the ball. They averaged two yards per carry. Yeah. Um I thought Pretty much the whole Wisconsin front looked dominant. They had four sacks themselves, eight tackles for loss as a team. Um, Nick Her Nick Herbig, I think, is um really blossom blossoming. He had two sacks, um, and he had nine last year. So I think this is possibly a Sunday's guy. I think he's the guy you need to hone in on. And by the way, Nick um, Nick's a guy that I really regret Jimmy Lake being our coach for because. Nick was ready to commit to Washington, and that was one of those Jimmy No Fun Lake moments. And now he's really on track to be an NFL guy. It was, um, but I, I I'm excited for this game. It's going to be on national TV. Um, this is a chance for the Cougars to really make amends for what happened um, a week ago. They really can. I don't really see a lot of hope that f- to win the game. But I see quite a bit to keep it competitive and cover that dang spread. So that's right. Um, that's where I'm at um, with Washington State. I I went back and forth whether to switch my six and six pick or to just give up. I don't think I'm going to switch it. I think I'm staying. Washington State's still going to be a pretty good Pac-12 team that's in a few games, and their offensive line takes them out of a few games they should win. Um, and they're in a few games that maybe they shouldn't win just because they'll have more dynamic quarterback play than Oregon. And unfortunately, maybe not Oregon State. Yeah. We didn't even talk about Chance Nolan um, on the other episode too much. Well, I mean, I, yeah, we, we tried to. I mean, most we, we did. He played, he, played really, he played a really well, a really good game. He's gotten a lot better. He's, he's a little. Um, He's a little scary. He makes Oregon State scary. Um, that's a decent segue because we've got a good one in Fresno. Yes. Um, Bulldog Stadium, Oregon State at Fresno State. Um, two really, really well-coached programs with Jed Tedford and um, Jonathan Smith. Both kind of have University of Washington connections because Kalen DeBoer is a Jed Tedford guy and – Jonathan Smith obviously comes from the Chris Peterson coaching tree. Um, oh, quick, quick, quick little tangent. Grant Gunnell, uh, do you remember him, Grant Gunnell? I do. Um, he was a really talented kid. Yeah, he's he's at North Texas now. He's only listed as a sophomore. How'd he do? 
I don't know. He I just said he I mean he's there now. I'll go oh, check okay. his stats from week one. Because I know last year he transferred to Memphis. Um Yeah, he did. Um and he didn't play. He was in my opinion I thought he was he I thought he was pretty good, man. Um down no, here. He, he, he is not the starter for He's not even starting at North Texas, man. He's fallen. I, he's fallen a ways. Um, I mean, maybe he'll get in there soon, man. I mean, North Texas stinks, so hopefully he gets a chance. Yeah, I know, but I mean, we're talking about. I mean, he's gotten in a game. He, he's out. He's hurt. Oh, that's his. So he start. It looks like he's actually started the first game and immediate. Yeah, he went two for five and got hurt. Had a point two QBR. Oh. Yeah, it looks like he just got sacked and probably got hurt. I mean, let's assume. I'm gonna assume he got hurt on that play. Um, so that sucks. Yeah, I hope he gets gets well soon. Well, yeah, but back to uh, Oregon State, Fresno State. Um, yeah, like you said, two well coached teams. Uh, two teams that showed really good promise in week one. Uh, I mean, this is about a, a fit, as 50-50 as it gets, uh, 52 to 47, um, and some decimals um, on ESPN's FBI, uh, Oregon State, or excuse me, Fresno State, minus one at home. Fresno's the uh, favorite. Yes, Fresno State, minus one at home. Um, this is, I mean, this is just a really good football game is what it is. Nico Remedio. Uh, transfer from Cal, the guy that you loved, um, was at Fresno State. Yeah, he. Yeah, you know, I one. was mad with Wilcox and Musgrave, um, Cal's OC. Um, they did not use Nico nearly enough. How does this guy only have 38 catches in his two best seasons at Cal? Yeah. This kid is. And last year, he averaged six yards per catch. Like, why are you only throwing underneath to a kid that can get downfield and make plays? And have a hundred yard games and do real damage. Yeah, I, I couldn't get behind a lot of what Cal did offensively last year, but I will say they looked—they looked like their call play calling was better. Um, yes, um, yeah. Is it? It's not yesterday anymore. Saturday. Um, this is a close one. I, yeah. I was so impressed with the first half of football that Oregon State's defense played that I told myself. Okay, they're going to beat Fresno, but it's, I mean, Jake Hayner went 36 of 42, man. Yeah. And they're and, still and, running a lot of DeBoer type offensive stuff. They've still got Jalen Cropper, Nico. Man, Jordan Mims is a really good running back. He was a great RB2 for Ronnie Rivers, but now he's the guy. And he kind of proved, hey, I can still be a 70 yard, two touchdown guy. Yeah. Um, so, whew. This is a good one. This, yeah, it's a really good game. Um, I haven't even decided who I'm going to pick yet. Um, Me neither. I, I look. I, I think one thing for Oregon State, they have to improve their efficiency on the ground. Um, I like that they mix it up really well. Fenwick and Martinez got a lot of carries each, but neither of them really did much. Only four yards per carry, literally for both. Um, so that's got to be better. That's got to be better, and I expect it to be. Uh, Chance Nolan had a great game. Did throw two interceptions, but like, I'm, right. I'm really not looking forward to leaning on Chance Nolan to be our primary source of offense. Like last week was a great thing right. for, for 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 Oregon State, but there's still a lot to be improved on, especially on the offensive side. I I wasn't really completely sold on that. Um, I like what Luke Musgrave showed. Yes, he yes he is, did have a good game. He, yeah. Where would you put him in terms of tight ends in the Pac-12? I, I'd still put him behind Urosic, even though Ben didn't have a good game. Yeah, one I, at all. I, I, I put him behind Keithy's one. Keithy's one. Keithy's the Ben. Uh, I think Urosic. Urosic's probably two. And then I think oh. Musgrave is, is there three. Dude, what about Kincaid? He might be. Yeah, Kincaid might be. Hell. Kincaid might be. Kincaid might be up there too. I think. I th- I, I, I'll probably I take. Um, I'll probably take Musgrave over Kincaid. Who does yeah, he, does USC even run a tight end out there? Because uh, they've got tight end commits that have yeah, been better at tight like, end, recruits. but I don't know if they. Oh, you know who's good? Um, Terrence Ferguson at Oregon. Yeah, he is. That kid down the middle was actually one of the very few good pieces against um Georgia. 
I don't think he's any better than any of the guys that we just named, though. No, no. But I think he can be. Yeah. Um, I think that kid's got a ton of potential. And he's playing smart right now as a young player. And I think that's really where you want a guy to start is just find a way to be productive for your team. And then I think the big plays are going to come for Terrence. I remember in the spring game last year, um, Jay Butterfield hit Ter- – Terrence Ferguson was running him 100 miles an hour after a 50-yard deep ball. That just showed me, like, this kid's got talent. And he's going to eventually be one that picks it up and is really good in this conference. So um, he's a lot better than um, – I think he's a lot more talented than well, – he, he's not more talented than any of the guys we named either. Yeah, I think he's more talented than Dalton Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid's yeah. just a – like Brainiac, he's a smart player. He knows where to go. Um, first, first man and last man out. First man and last yeah, man yeah. out. <laughs> Terrence Ferguson is sneaky athletic. He really is. <laughs> like, like he personifies sneaky athletic. Um, yeah, that's Oregon State, Fresno State, though. Right. I, I've, I've kind of been thinking for a minute. Um, look, I love Oregon State secondary. I really like what they put on um, against Boise State, but. How do they handle Jake Hayner? I just don't know. Because even in the second half against the uh, old boy from uh, from Boise State, uh, I think Green was his last name, freshman. Uh, he couldn't, stop, that he couldn't stop him. He was really good in the second half. Um, and, of course, maybe a little bit of it's taking the, taking the foot off the gas. But, uh, again, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> and we're going to say secondary didn't really do much for me in that, in that second half. And with as well as Shake Hander has played. But also, Fresno State didn't have a great second half against Cal Poly. But at home, it's going to be hot as hell. Fresno State's going to bring out a great environment. Um, mm. I think I'm going to go Fresno State here. I think I'm going to go Fresno State 42. Ooh. So we will have a disagreement this week. Yeah, 42-35. I don't know that Oregon State can completely keep up with Jake Hayner in the offense of Fresno okay. State. I, I, I like the home team in this one. I, I, I like think this pick really by you. You went off the rails here. I like that, though. Yeah. I like that for you. Yeah. Appreciate that. But here's why you're wrong. Um, <laughs> here's why you are wrong. Jake Hayner will need the ball in his hands to dominate Oregon State. I think Oregon State, Jonathan Smith is such a smart guy. He knows that his guys need to run that damn ball. They're gonna need, yeah. I think they're going to hammer home, getting the right running lanes, getting getting all of that together. And I think Chance Nolan proved he can win you a ball game when he has to. When he, there was a third and eight because the run game didn't get it done. When it's a third and long, um, I, think they, I think Chance Nolan's starting to get to a point in his career where he's improved enough to convert those. Now, I'm picking a team with Jack Coletto as its leading rusher to run the ball down a team's throat because I have that much trust in Jonathan Smith. Give me Oregon State. So I'm going to pick Oregon State 34-31. Man, this is going to be a great ball game. I'm not going to get to see it because I may be at Arizona Stadium at the time. Um, But that will be a regret that I won't be able to watch this game live because there are good football players on – both of these teams. There are really good high this is a high level game. Yeah. If Fresno State wins this game, um I don't know how to feel about them playing USC. I think they're gonna lose to USC, but Jake yeah. Hayner um has become a camp I think he becomes a campus legend if he beats Oregon State because they're gonna end up probably they may with how bad SDSU is, they may end up eleven and one. Yeah. Because the rest of their schedule is teams that I have not been impressed with. They lost to Hawaii last year, which was kind of a shocker. Um, yeah. Because Todd, I think it's just Todd Graham's weird blitzing scheme. That guy is, that guy's kind of nuts with nutty with the blitzing. <laughs> He's a terrible person, by the way. I'm yes. not gonna, I'm not gonna talk up Todd Graham too much. I don't think very highly of him. Um, yeah. But, um, but he had a heck of a blitzing scheme. Yes. Um, and I think that got to this Fresno offense. And I think I think I think that's something that um, Bray, they're the new Oregon State defensive coordinator. They bring heat. They they're going to pressure you. So is that something Jake Hayner reacts poorly to? You know, maybe. 
Um, I hope I hope so because I picked them to win the game. Um, by the way, when I've disagreed with you and I've been the one to pick Oregon State, I have not ever won. Yeah, and it's going to continue that way, sadly. But um, maybe I mean maybe this year's stuff is starting to change. Yeah, who knows? Washington yeah. won their week one game. They didn't lose to a Montana level team. Look at that. Um, things are changing. Yeah, final game of the night uh, on FS1. Mississippi State from the SEC and Mike Leach travels to Arizona to take yes. on the Arizona Wildcats. Arizona's coming up a really nice win against San Diego State. Uh, Jay Nolora looked awesome. Jacob Cowling looked even better. TJ uh, Williams had a great game out of the backfield and running back. Um, and I really like these Arizona Wildcats. There's something infectious about the way that they played Saturday. The defense was awesome. Was. Second half, second half wasn't great. Um, but no, no. But they won the game. They won the game, and they only allowed 62 pass yards total. By the way, only 62. Um, so take that how you may. Um, look, I mm, I like the culture Arizona's building. I'm not gonna say I like Arizona. I don't. It kind of pisses me off. But I do like the culture that they're building. Um, I do like the players that they have. The talent that they have. It's still not, I don't think it's a complete roster. Uh, I think me and you can both agree on that. I but do. their highlights are really good. Um, right. I think, that they're, I think that they're, as a team, their highlights on their offensive side of the ball, and when you're going up against a team that just scores like, like Mississippi State does, and you can just get one or two stops. I like your chances to win this game. And Same, I think, actually. I think that they can get those one or two stops, man. I'm going to pick Arizona oh. in this game. Oh, I'm we're going to have two disagreements. Yeah, I'm going to pick Arizona to meet, beat Mississippi State. And I'm going to – I honestly, honestly kind of feel a little better about this one than I do the Oregon State game. Um, I really do like – I really do like Arizona in this game. I'm going to okay. go 48. I'm going to go 48 to 45. I think this game could be a classic. I think it might be even more high scoring than that. I think they're going to be up all night clamoring about how good this game is. Turn your channel on, FS1. Look, Jaden Melora's cooking Mississippi State, cooking the man that recruited him. I really do like Arizona in this game. I think the Wildcats get it done, man. Woo! That's fun. I'm glad you did that because um, I'm going to say I think you've just given me a game. Um and the, you know what? I'm fine with that, dude. This is year three. Yeah, yeah. I've been Arizona kicking your ass for long last enough. week. So at worst, you're breaking even. Yeah, um, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I just don't think they get that stop. <laughs> I, I, I think they can, man. I think they Same, can. But I've seen the incompetency of Mike Leach's offense bite my ass. Can't happen, dude. I've seen it happen too right. many yeah. times. You're it right. Happened. Will Rogers was so sharp last week, though, and I think he brings that to Tucson. I think Mississippi State will be won't be shocked by how hot it is. They're one of the few teams in the country that won't come down here and be like, "Damn, because <laughs> they play in Mississippi." Yes, um, it is literally but, like swamp heat down there, twenty yeah. like, year round. Arizona looked really good last week. They ran well. They passed well. They yeah. honestly defended the pass really well. Um, all I've heard about Arizona's run defense is bad things, and that kind of got proven <laughs> true. Um, but that makes them interesting in this game. If they're good at defending the pass, air raid, that plays right into them, you know? Yeah. Kind of like the old Washington teams played right into Mike Leach's scheme. Yeah. Um, we couldn't stop the run, but y'all never ran. Um, yeah. You never wanted to. You never wanted to do what we sucked at. So um, when it comes to that ability, I like Arizona here. And I like Arizona to score a lot in this game. I don't think Mississippi State has a particularly good defense. That said, as much as it pains me to say it, I like the Arizona. I mean, first of all, if they get this win, I am to the point where, okay, they are a bowl team. And yeah. they are going to be annoying for Washington um, in Seattle. And they are going to be very annoying for Washington State in Tucson. Yes. 
I, I already th- actually, you know what, scratch that. I already think they are. Yeah, FBI favors Arizona 73% to 27% in the game already. Just that's a little wild. Uh, that's a little wild. very wild, but just that is one, you know, it's yeah. one game. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, I mean, but but to be fair, mathematical based on literally just what has happened and no logic, like no. It's not like a forward-thinking database. It's right. just you. What are your results, and who's at home? That's all mm-hmm. FPI is. Right. And obviously, in the preseason, you go through FPI. But Washington State was FPI favored in that game beforehand, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So that's a big swing, man. Yeah. But Arizona made probably made some ground on Mississippi State being at twenty-two percent here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got Mississippi State 49 to um, 35. Mm. I think they hold them under 40, man. Um, I think Delora turn. I, I, I just think Delora is more likely to turn the ball over than Rodgers at the crucial time. Mm, that's interesting. I, I don't mind that take, but... It's, it's, it's close. I think yeah. they both will be susceptible to maybe making that one mistake because, I mean, we saw against Texas Tech... Um, what happens when Mississippi State implodes and what happens when Will Rogers isn't exactly playing well? I don't think Texas Tech is much better than this year's Arizona team, and they beat them 34-7. Especially last year's Texas Tech team. That was a weird Texas Tech team. Didn't they have a coach, like their new head coach, like take over as like not an interim? Yes. Yes. I've never seen that before that year. Um, Well, I know we're not doing a recap, but we've got like a little bit of time here do you want to go through like conference stats we used to do that last year yeah we can do that um holy shit dude mike wright ran for 247 yards in in in, in, in so far this season 247 in two games 24 carries yes Uh, mike wright the quarterback that's right yeah Good for him, man. I mean, Vanderbilt kind of needed a guy like that to have some fun. They're not going to win a dang SEC game, but that was fun. But that's probably fun. Um, Nikosi Perry is second in the nation in passing yards under – is that under Willie Taggart? At FAU? Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Nikosi Perry. Um, Drake May leads the uh, – unsurprisingly leads the nation in passing yards. They got that week zero a- game. He's a monster. Yeah, there's a lot of – and, yeah, Drake May is just that guy. I mean, he is he is tearing it up so far. Well, let's go to Pac-12. Um, luckily, no Week 0 Pac-12 game, so everything's going to kind of be in line. Yeah. Um, one thing that's interesting, no two-sack games in the entire Pac-12. Um, I kind of would have expected one. <laughs> Um, Xavier Carlton and Andrew Edson lead the Pac-12 in sacks. Oh, man, Andrew Edson. 1.5. They're the only ones with 1.5. Um, Jerry Roberts and Cole Bishop lead in tackles. Jerry Roberts played a heck of a game. If he can play like that against Mississippi State, you might be right. Uh, Justin Flo is top five in tackles. I do not care. He's a bad player. Um, so Michael Penix is leading in passing yards. I don't think that'll hold up. We don't play like a pass-only type of offense. Um but, I mean, no, I think eventually you see, like, a Cam Ward pick up a ton of yards. Yeah. I mean, you'd hope so. I definitely would hope so, yes. Because um, if not, I don't think you see too much improvement <laughs> from yeah. what we saw. Um, Jacob Cowing is going to lead this conference in receiving. I'll say that now. Okay. I mean, he's off to a tremendous start, and the next two guys behind him are tight ends. And only one of them even has 100, and he had 152. Um, So I think we see this conference in receiving, um, unless we get like a 200-yard game from someone or something. Um, Jalen McMillan had a 180-yard game last year. So maybe. (laughs) But I think think Washington spreads it out too much for him to do anything like that again. Last year, we just didn't really have a plan. (laughs) We were kind of like um, Colorado. <laughs> no, color, Carl, no plan. <laughs> um, EJ no Smith, 
leads the conference in rushing. Huh. Um, Nikias second. Xavier Valade's third. Oh, this is interesting. EJ has 118. Nikias 117. Xavier's got 116. And Tavion Thomas has 115. Nice. So it's all going down my one. Nice. Zach Charbonnet ruins it with 111. Oh, um, God damn rounding it, up dude. the top five there, but top four getting it done is pretty good. We had six um, 100-yard rushers out of the Pac-12 in week one. Jaden Ott, the true freshman, being one of them. Nice. Um, Washington's leading rusher is only 12th in the Pac-12. Well, I guess he only got 11 carries, so that doesn't really mean that much. Um, but Cam Rising had 91 yards and seven carries, so maybe it does yeah. mean a lot. <laughs> Dang, Cam Rising. Um, let's see what else is interesting. Uh, Daniel Valaday, I think all year, man, are going to yeah. be. It, I, I think that might get him to a bowl because I picked ASU to be five and seven. What I saw, I think, I think that's a bowl. I think that's a bowl team, man. Yeah, it's it's in you. I want to. Let's see them versus Oak State first, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm more. Um, I don't know. I'm. I think I'm more confident in Arizona, but maybe not fully. Same. Like they're even teams, dude. Like I think you're. I mean, you're splitting hairs with them. Yeah, right. I mean, um, twenty twenty eighteen. I think. Yeah. No, was it? It was, it was, um, it was Kevin Sumlin's first year. Twenty seventeen, I think, was Kevin Sumlin's first year. Yeah, my freshman year of high school. Um, yes, I'm trying. Because, um, wow, that's a long time ago. Kevin Sumlin's first year. Um, because um, Arizona had that territorial cup where they led the whole game. It was actually going to be like a momentous moment for um, Kevin Sumlin. You were going to clinch a bowl game. And you have to wonder, and I think ASU was also five and six. So yeah. you have that, to wonder, what if Kevin Sumlin wins that game, holds that lead? How much do things change? Because that's when ASU started to recruit well yeah. with her. Because I, I think a part of it was, or a part of ASU over Arizona picks by recruits was, yeah, it, it was won that game. And they went yeah, to a bowl was, game and they are successful. Yeah, it was twenty. It was twenty eighteen. Was it? Yeah, uh, ASU was six and five, so they were already in a bowl. But it was oh, awesome. okay, okay. But yeah, but I, I do remember was, that being like kind of a crazy moment. Yeah, Arizona was five and six. They had a twenty mm. or nineteen point lead in that game. They gave up twenty unanswered in the fourth quarter and lost. Unbelievable. But Arizona is. Finally, starting to come back as a program. I think that moment really just was the shift into them being from an okay football program to just miserable. I really hope they compete with Mississippi State, and I honestly hope they win. Yeah, me too, and I think that they will because you know I picked them to. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm winning both our disagreements this week. I feel good. I. Uh... I don't feel good. About I feel worse about Fresno. Fresno's a good ass team, man. Yeah. Um, I, I, if Oregon State can't run on Fresno, they're done. They're not winning. They're not out throwing Jay Hayner with no. Chance Nolan. Yeah, I like the from Chance, but they ain't th- out throwing um, Hayner and those receivers. No. Yeah, I mean, they just can't rely on another. And, and you know, what we were saying about Boise State in our preview last week was. Who's going to step up other than Khalil Shakur? Well, the answer was nobody. No, right. They didn't have a receiver. No. Um, Fresno's got two really, really good-looking ones so far. Yeah. So, you know, I think you've got a good case there. I really do. Um, I don't think Arizona's got one against Miss State, man. I, you know? I do. I don't – I – I'm not going to say I don't like Mike Leach. I don't like – Him in this type of game. Yeah, I just I've seen it too much to just be like, oh yeah, Mike Leach, I trust him in this. I don't, I don't. I've been burnt by it. I don't trust him. I don't believe in him. I really don't. I don't think his. I don't think his scheme travels well. I I I, I made a post in twenty twenty. It was like, is like the the can like the traditional air raid dead? And I think it is, dude. I don't think it's sustainable. I really don't. It's it's. You might be right. 
I just don't. I, it's not realistic to run an offense where you only pass and your only runs are lateral passes. It's not realistic. It's it's yeah. it's. You make I a good point. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a. It's a success driven. So I'm not. We're not going to do our full all Pac-12 team so far. That would take way too long. Um, who do you think the receivers are though on that team? Because we got Jacob. Cow- I think me and you both. We're good on Jacob Cowing. He's going to yeah. be there. Cowing. Um, Cowing for sure. Um, Cowing for sure. You think Casimir Allen? No, I think he'll get like no. a miscellaneous or um, slot or some. He'll get some. Because uh, Casimir Allen will get some sort of spot. Yeah. I, okay, I don't so, know if it'll be a wide wide receiver. He might get, get a wide receiver spot though. We had 10, 10 grabs. Oh, and I think they're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna stop going to him anytime soon. No. So, so just so, so just so far, or are we just like projecting? including what we've seen. Right, yeah. Um, this is a little biased. I think Romo Dunsey is going to be in there, man. I can see it. I think... He went okay, 7 so for 84 man. this week, so I'm off to a good start. <laughs> but I'll go... We started out so much. We throw to so many people. Yeah. So I don't I know what Washington's going to be. See, yeah, I think that's a problem for Washington State. Like, I want to put Strib on there, but we just throw it to everybody, so it's hard to say mm-hmm. that. So, but that's, being, but that's Strib that's and like, Rome both had seven catches. Yeah, uh-huh. I'll go. I'll go. Jacob Cowling, Dejon Stribling, um, Jordan Addison. Oh right, Jordan Addison. You gotta, we gotta put him in there. He had two touchdowns, um, and he's just gonna be a beast all year. And, yeah, he's gonna be a dog, man. Um. I mean, maybe Mario now, Williams uh, gets on there with him too. Todd Washington led USC. And no, I don't think there's an all-conference freshman team, is there? Like an no. official one? I don't think there is, no. Because there'd be a wideout that would definitely be on there named J. Michael Sturdivan at Cal. Yeah. That kid's good. He yeah. was winning one-on-ones. He was getting – he made a twenty, really nice 28-yard catch where he won the one-on-one, made the catch between some defenders. Yeah, kid's good. Um and then, yeah, I think Stanford's got a few receivers good enough, like Michael Wilson. But does he will he get the ball enough? I, I don't. They think got they four. To, yeah, I don't think they'll they have got four guys that are going to get the ball a whole bunch. All right. Jeremiah Hunter has a chance, but I don't know if he'll stay consistent. He's a good player, though. Oregon doesn't have a single receiver that'll be up there. I don't think. Maybe yeah. Chase Coda with a with a. With an outside shot, but maybe code a second, third team. But and I can still see a guy like Troy or Dante Thornton breaking out, I guess. But they sure didn't show it against Georgia's DBs. Let's see them against Eastern Washington, though. Get an easier opponent. Let's see those two kind of. Let's. I hope they shine a little bit, um, because they've been disappointing recruits, to be honest. Yeah. Um, at this point in their careers, yeah. I mean, they came out. I, I mean, it's the thing where Oregon is that top seven ta- true recruiting talent based on all these recruiting rankings on 247, and they're not putting a good product on the field nationally. Yeah. They were they did last year against Ohio State, and then they come back and lose to Stanford. It's like – it really is like clockwork with Oregon. It sure is. It sure is. Um, it sure is. Yeah, I think – I don't think Donovan Ali gets there. I'm looking at stats right now, and he's one of the good statistical guys that's getting a ton of targets, but yeah, does that last? So. Nah, I don't think so. I think he's a good player. Yeah, um, I, do I don't think that lasts. Um, I got to think one of the – I don't think they're – I got to think one of the Mc, one of McMillan or Rome gets in. Yeah. Um, reasonable. They're both – Good, and I think they're both. Then I think they're the one and two guys. Um, McMillan ended up with 87 yards and two touchdowns in the first week, so that's pretty lucky. Um, to do, yeah, <laughs> that's about all I gotta yeah. say. On that. Jacob Cowing, though, is like a oh, he already looks like a lock, yeah. Like, he's I think he's the best receiver. No, well, you gotta include Jordan Addison in there, I guess, but Jacob Cowing might be the best receiver in the Pac 12. And I mean, it's I, I still good. think Addison eventually you see 
climb into that conversation and probably run away with it. But I don't know, though. Addison's playing with Mario Williams. Um, I mean, he's playing in an offense where Terrell Bynum didn't get a target. Yeah. That Which, by the way, Terrell, love you, man, but you made the wrong choice. Well. I, I don't think it's going to – I don't think that's a good idea yeah, to join yeah. a receiving room that had that many guys. I don't know why, but his recruitment seems like it happened in 20 – or his transfer feels like it happened, like – before the 2021 season. But no, he was on y'all's team last year. Mm-hmm. He was just he hurt, hurt, wasn't he? Yeah, I don't think he was hurt. So it, like, Right. So it feels like Rome and Jalen have kind of been the guys. but yeah, right. And they have because Terrell yeah. was out. Um, but yeah, um, I wish I got to see what Terrell could do in this offense um, that Washington's now in. Because I think it's a lot more effective than the last one. I mean, that's not hard to do, though. Well, we can wrap it up here. I just thought we could fill in time, get to that hour mark. And... Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. USC is so good. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Like, oh, my God. I, I really hope you guys enjoyed. I really hope you guys enjoy this week of Pac-12 football. And I hope you guys enjoy this entire week of college football. I hope you guys enjoy two episodes this week. Um, we really, really do appreciate your guys' love and support. And we're excited for a great season. Um, peace. Peace.